2: Put the spring back into your step and into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com, rules and restrictions may apply.
0: His longevity, his consistency, uh, always just admired his cerebral approach to the game. Uh, every season, he tried to be better than the season before. And that's just a great model for any young quarterback. Uh, he actually texted me uh, yesterday, inviting me to be on his podcast next week. Uh, I told him I'd do it as long as he asked the questions and not Jim Gray. Jim Gray asked tough questions. And so um, I didn't see this coming. Uh, this was a surprise to me.
1: Peyton Manning on NFL Network on the Brady Retirement. We are two days in. He hasn't unretired yet. So, you know, maybe it is for real. We should do like a Brady Retirement Tracker. Jeremy's off, me and Joe with you here, or Joe and me, or Joe and I, or I and Joe, or whatever the heck it is. Thanks for hanging out with us. Uh, we are talking Bills football with you. Your prioritized list of needs by position for the Bills. One, two, three, boom. What do you want? And again, we strongly advise as you tweet us, as you call us, we strongly encourage, advise, almost mandate, that you include wide receiver and offensive line in those three positional needs, please. 803 550 and we are also going to talk a little bit uh, football, well, about the draft, among other things. Mobile, Alabama is the site this week, of course, of the Senior Bowl as we get into uh, draft mode. And uh, Eric Edholm is covering the Senior Bowl for NFL.com. And he's kind enough to join us right now on our Western Hotline. Eric, it is Howard and Joe. Good morning. How are you, sir?
0: Good morning. I'm doing well. Thank you. How about you guys?
1: Hanging in there, you know it's it's a little uh, chilly here today. So, but no complaints. I'm indoors, so I, I you know right now it's not that bad. Sure. Um, I want to you know I want uh, I want to ask you a little bit, Eric, about some bills' needs specific positions you're watching this week, and that's wide receiver yeah. and offensive line. Before we get to that, just anybody you think as you've watched practices this week, have there been any guys who's like, wow, they're really wowing people this week? Stock rising, that whole schmear. I mean
0: you know of course yeah there've been plenty of players who've played well would i see that if if somebody came down here who doesn't cover the league and i said okay which player looked the best to you would would, would we have a consensus two or three guys probably not you know i mean i what I'm, my point is it wasn't there weren't a lot of obvious like show stoppers this week the quarterback back crop was limited right there was just a limited appeal to what they had there um you know the running back group i think was pretty good uh the tight end group was pretty good receivers pretty good but there again it just wasn't like a banner group and so yeah guys have made money keanu Benton, the defensive tackle from wisconsin i thought played really well this week sydney brown the safety from illinois is, is open eyes he's played some corner um you know there have been some good performances but again it's 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 like our job to say, oh, this guy's moving up. This guy's playing well, whatever. I, nobody's blown me away here that I didn't already kind of know something about where they were, you know, that sort of thing. But it, it's it's just been an okay crop this year, I'd say.
3: We were just talking about the Bills and offensive line. What about Dewan Jones? Is he basically just Godzilla in a football <laughs> uniform?
0: Yeah, he's massive. I mean, you know, coming into last season, the the, the 2022 season, I thought, this is just sort of a big clunker, and, and, you know, we knew he was big. But as the season went on, you could see him really improving pass-pro. So, I was fascinated to see him down here. He only did one day of practice. He was kind of feeling under the weather. weather I don't know. I doubt he plays Saturday now, the way this is going. But, um, you know, he was in street clothes the last two days. But the first day, he moved around pretty well. You know, for a guy who, you know, planned to be sick the next day, I thought, you know, looked pretty good. So, he – is not just a slobber knocker. I mean, that's sort of his thing, but also he moves well for a guy that size. All
1: right, since Joe took us into the Bills mode, Um, let's go there because, uh, and I'll start with offensive line, then we'll go to wide receivers. And for now, Eric, we'll just concentrate not on the overall draft, but just what you're seeing in the senior bowl class this week. So the Bills, we think, now it doesn't mean Brandon Bean will follow what we think they should do, but we'd like to see them really prioritize offensive line and wide receivers. So give us your overview of uh, you know offensive line guys and who's the cream of the crop down there this week.
0: But, yeah, been a pretty good group down here this week, I would say. Cody Mock, who played left tackle at North Dakota State, has moved into guard. Uh, he's looked pretty good. I, I see him as a top 50-type pick. So, you know, kind of early second, maybe late first. I mean, that's, you know, maybe could get to mid-second round. I would say he's in that range. John Michael Smith, the center from Michigan, is, I would say, actually, he's one of the guys that I was most impressed with this week. You know, he he lost a couple battles because everybody nobody bats a thousand down here. But I, I would say his his toughness, his smarts, his balance, his hand use he looks every bit as good as um, why, why am I blanking the kid the Ravens drafted last year? Uh, you know, and the same as the Chiefs' Creed Humphrey. I mean, that's sort of the caliber of center that that I would put him in um, the last you know two years. So Schmitz. Might be one of the best players down here. Uh, tackle's a good group. I wouldn't say it's, it's an amazing group, but, but solid group inside, too. And, you know, it's uh, Jalen Duncan, too, has impressed me from Maryland. I I, I liked him this year, but I didn't love him. Um, athletic traits are great, but man, he's, he's really performed well down here.
1: Tyler Linderbaum.
0: That, that's the guy. Thank okay. you. I, I just blanked out his name. Oh, you know?
1: well, I blank out all the time. Thank God for the internet. I mean, a computer nearby, and I'm in good shape. <laughs> Um, the I, other position. I move on
0: so quickly from last year's <laughs> class to this one, right? So
1: it's last year's class. Why do you have to remember it anymore? Yeah, old the, news. The other position, I think, again from from my perspective, our perspective, that the Bills hopefully will prioritize will be wide receiver, and that's not really, you know, since Brandon Bean and McDermott got here, I think what maybe Zay Jones was a second round pick, but in recent years it's been later in the draft. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, it's more of a priority. Okay. What's first? Let's start with what's the wide receiver group like down in Mobile this week?
0: Rasheed Rice, you know, maybe I, I thought he had a nice day. One has been a little bit quiet ever since. He might be the best, you know, sort of talent coming down here, but a little bit thin. Um, I you know, he, he could certainly be somebody the Bills could be keeping an eye on. Uh the kind of the eye openers this week at that position are Michael Wilson at Stanford, Dontavian Wicks at uh uh Virginia, who had a big year in two thousand twenty one and then last year, you know, had some drops, the offense was funky, everything fell apart in Virginia. They were explosive the year before. And so I he was a guy I really wanted to see down here because I thought his job in production is not his fault. Big hands, good frame. I think has some Bills-like traits. And I think played very well, especially yesterday it was his best day. Wilson from Stanford, kid who was hurt a lot in college, maybe overshadowed by Elijah Higgins and some other guys, uh, I thought looked really clean and crisp and solid. Like, you know, a ceiling of a probably wide receiver two. I don't think he'll ever be a one, but – very respectable player down here that, that I'm going to go back and watch more tape on um, some of the little guys kind of in the uh, um, Isaiah McK- uh, McKenzie role. I would say like that kind of a, you know, the body type mm-hmm. tank Dell from, from, from Houston is a, a blast. I mean, he's, he hits the gas quickly and makes plays, so he's he's just tiny. That's the only thing. He's like 165 pounds or whatever. So, yeah, I mean it's it's kind of a diverse group. You got like the the, the little mighty might types, and then you have kind of the bigger, rangier guys at that position. I would say it's been slightly better than I expected for this group down here. Grand Bose from from Charlotte has played really well too. He's he's your you know, Gabe Davis type. Like, that's the kind of the body type I would say he is, sort of a, a big downfield playmaker.
1: We're with uh, Eric Edholm, by the way, NFL.com lead draft writer. He is in Mobile covering the Senior Bowl. Eric, follow-up on wide receiver. Now I want to open it up, okay, and throw in the yeah. underclassmen because, again, we, we'd like to look at it and think – the Bills, maybe round one or round two at the latest, would address wide receiver. Um, how deep, if you throw it to everybody, how deep is the class this year? What what could the Bills get in the first two rounds of the draft if they would decide to go with a wide receiver?
0: It's just not the same depth, excitement, you know, just surplus variety as we've had the last really four or five years. Mm-hmm. You know, what we've been kind of blessed with riches at that position. But this year, I don't know that... We're talking about the same caliber. First of all, who is number one? I don't know. I mean, you can get a lot of different decisions, Jordan Addison, Quentin Johnson, um, you know, Rice, Jalen Hyatt's a speed guy out of Tennessee. Josh Downs is, is a, a smaller speed-type player. Actually, he could be a, uh, you know, a Stephon Diggs type if he puts on a little weight. But, yeah, I mean, it, it's they're all good players, no doubt about it. Are those guys future ones, future twos? somewhere in between. I don't know. So, Zay Flowers from Boston College, he's out at the East-West Shrine game. He played last – I don't know if he played, but he was. finished up last night. Uh, I would put him in that same group as well. It just feels like there's not quite the same depth as in previous years, but I think there's some good players available. Day two is going to be probably your your best bet for – like, you know, there's a legitimate argument over how many – First round receivers there are in this class. Now they will start right around where the Bills' pick. They'll be, I think, there might be still, you know, only one or two off the board at that point. But I would say, day, you know, day two, rounds two and three is probably your your best bet at that position.
1: All right, well, I'm willing to consider. Joe and I have been going back and forth on this. I'm willing to consider offensive line then yeah, on day one, and then get the receiver in de- on day
0: two. Okay. No defense. No. No.
1: No. Error. No defense, Eric! Yeah, we're kind of against that. <laughs> Although, that being
3: said, right, like, I mean, their most glaring needs where you don't know where a guy's going to start, like, safety is that, yeah. first and foremost, and, and we'll see about that. Potentially
1: linebacker. Obviously, free agency comes before the draft, but, so they might have a big hole at middle linebacker.
3: But really, it is safety, Eric. Like, every position, you could give me a name, and, okay, yeah, that guy probably starts week one for the Bills at that position. <laughs> safety, it's like Micah Hyde, and then just, who knows?
0: Right. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's, that's, that's what, you know, the the depth seemed to show up at the end of the year or whatever, but yeah, I, I, you know, this, this class of defensive backs is, is I think, okay. To me, it's kind of a C C plus draft overall, you know, I would say just more lacking in sort of the high end special talent at the top uh, a little bit lacking in depth at certain positions Safety, I think, is going to end up being a pretty good position overall. Not great, but good. Um, and linebacker is sort of a, you know, beauty in the eye of the beholder position, I would think, this year.
1: Final thing, we're going to get to calls in a moment, Eight hundred three hundred five fifty. Final thing, and that has nothing to do with the Bills, is quarterback. You mentioned nothing really special that you've seen at the Senior Bowl. We are, once again, very thankful that our days of um, watching quarterbacks every weekend in the fall and trying to figure out who the Bills should take are gone. Yeah. Um, so what is what is, but there are teams that are in dire need of a quarterback. And I was curious, just by and large, what is the class like? Are there going to be guys? How deep is round one? Are there going to be guys who they think can come in and start right away from this class?
0: Yeah, there will be. Um, well, I mean, whether they can or not, I don't know yet, <laughs> but I think, I think there's enough there are enough players in this class to populate round one, have trickle a couple into the the, the second phase of the draft and then there's a drop off and then we may not see many picked until the you know, outside the top hundred, that's where like the senior bowl guys start kicking in a little bit. I mean really it's 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 Will Levis from Kentucky is well liked. Despite fans are going to hate him. They already do. They've already told me if, if Levis goes first or if he's the first quarterback drafted, you know, they're going to stop watching the draft or some of those threat. Uh, Bryce Young is going to be in the mix. Uh, Anthony Richardson's going to be in the mix. CJ Stroud will be one of the top quarterbacks, you know, considered. I could see four going in the top 15 or something. I wouldn't be shocked by that when it's all said and done. But after that, you start guessing. Hannon Hooker, injured, who knows, older, you know, gimmicky offense. It's, there's just a lot of question marks with everybody after that point, including the whole crop down here.
3: Okay, and Eric, I'm going to let you be the judge on this. So, here, by the way, another thing that Tom Brady's doing that's annoying, the Dolphins forfeit their first-round pick at 21 <laughs> because they chase Tom Brady. The Bills officially pick at 28 but they're making the 27th selection, so what are we supposed to do? Are we supposed to say they're picking 28th or 27th?
0: I, You know, I've, I've already run into this problem, right? I filed a mock draft <laughs> or something with, like, 21 vacated, or I don't know what I wrote, you know, mm-hmm. and then they said, that's not how we're doing it this year, you know, and, and so I have no idea what the timing is. The, the, you know, the number placement, I guess we just pretend it doesn't exist or something like that. The, num- the,
1: the number should be what selection it is. It is the 27th player taken in the draft. But that's like, I don't even,
3: right. That, I agree. Like, but am I supposed to look up, like, oh, the former 27th overall picks in the NFL, or am I supposed to look yeah. up the list of guys that went 28th? I don't know.
0: I, I'll, I'll CC you on all the emails I get on this thing because <laughs> tell me, I trust me, there is okay. a lot of communication about it.
1: You can read Eric's recaps at NFL.com. You can follow Eric, which you should, on Twitter, Eric. Underscore Ed Holm. Eric, thank you as always for giving us some time on the show and enjoy the football off season, sir.
0: Yeah, you guys too as well. We'll talk to you soon. Thank Thanks. you,
1: Eric. Uh, Eric, Ed Holm on the West her hotline. I probably should, at this point, I'm supposed to tell you when the Senior Bowl is. I assume it's tomorrow. I didn't really check this. I apologize. It's tomorrow. Out. I'll find out for
3: you. I think the East West Shrine game is today, by the way. Is it? I think.
1: Yeah, that's been going, practice has been going on this week out there, right? Uh,
3: tomorrow at 2.30 is the Senior Bowl.
1: NFL Network, I'm assuming. So
3: competing with the NHL All-Star game. What, <gasps> what do you think will get better ratings?
1: Oh, my dear Lord. These
3: West Shrine game, by the way, was last night at reruns 8.30. Reruns of so two and a half
1: I men. I mean, is there just, you know. Oh, you think. It- <laughs> reruns of two and a half men somewhere. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I
3: bet it- the Senior Bowl Boy. gets more ratings than the NHL All-Star game. That's my prediction.
1: My choice. If those were the only two things on tomorrow, I'd watch the Senior Bowl.
3: I, ooh, I might go. I might go all star game, because why? Because who who's the top quarterback in the Senior Bowl? Like, uh, I, it's not a good. Group. I don't think any of the, the guys kid from are there.
1: TCU is down there, but he's not considered a really top right, quarterback. Right.
3: The top guys aren't there, so I'm gonna say I'm gonna say that's why I wouldn't watch it. If if you told me Bryce Young, Will Levis, right, and uh, Anthony Richardson were all playing in the game, I'd right. go Senior Bowl. But because I've got like guys that are going go in the sixth round at quarterback, I, I'm out. I'm
1: out. No Baker Mayfield, no Josh Allen, nobody of interest you'd want to watch in the Senior Bowl. Nope. And it's the NHL All-Star Game, Joe. You know, it's three on three. It's a little better
3: than when it was five on five.
1: All right. If you say so. Let's get connected with our fans. And uh, Travis in Massachusetts, thank you for holding on. Go right ahead, sir. Hey, guys. Good morning. Um, To me, it seems like the Bills don't play well in snow and high wind
3: games. I'd prioritize premium running back and offensive line. I really just don't want Josh Allen to get so banged up that he turns into Cam Newton by the time he's 21. After that, for my third, I'd probably say wide receiver. A lot of it depends on Edmonds and Poyer's, Poyer, and, and I could change down the road if if they're not able to sign them. Mm, yep. To me, the, the other question is, if the Pagoulas want to keep spending, can they just turn certain contracts into signing bonuses yes. and restructure to
1: bring in these big contracts? Yes, you can always do that. It's just a matter of how much you want them to push into future cap years. Gotcha. So, but and, and that's, Travis, thanks. And Brandon Bean's not a huge fan of that. It it doesn't mean he won't do it. He's done it before. But I think they will be very judicious. There are a number of candidates who you could do this with. Joe Biscaglia had a really good piece. Joe, who uh, used to work here, we're big fans of Joe, did a piece in The Athletic about the candidates for restructure, Uh, things that you brought up, right? So that... For example, I don't have the numbers in front of me, Joe uh, Travis or Joe or whoever I'm talking to, Joe B's piece. For example, the Bills were about $20 million over the cap, right? If they, if they bonus Josh Allen's base, they clear out $21 million. So there are definitely moves they can do. Josh's cap number is 39, but he's making 27.5, I think, was his base salary. They can bonus, I think, most of that, signing bonus, spread it out, boom, done, you're at the cap. You know, Dawkins, Trey White, Stefan Diggs, maybe Milano. I mean, if you look at the highest base salaries, if you go to Spot Tracker over the cap, go look at the highest base salaries for the upcoming season. Those are the prime candidates to bonus some of the base, and that opens up cap space. So yes, they can do that. And I'm pretty sure they will. It's just a matter of how many guys, because every time you do that, you're pushing money into the future. Now, with Josh, it's no big deal. He's not going anywhere for a long time. But if you were to do it with someone who's only got maybe a couple years left, that could mean more dead cap money in 2024 or 2025. So I think they will be very judicious how many guys they choose to restructure because they just don't want to push everything into the future. 803-0550 to join us. I would not prioritize a running back, by the way. no. I mean, I, I understand what you're saying. I think you have—well, well, first off, I think you can always find a running back. You don't have to make that a priority. I think a lot of Bills with fans would say they've done too much of that uh, with drafting You know, Singletary and Moss and Cook. I would not make that a priority. You're, you're right about the offensive line, and honestly, if you upgrade your offensive line, you can make it a better pass-protecting unit. You can make it a better run-blocking unit. And therefore— you know, your running game will be a little bit better without having to prioritize a running back. 803-0550 to join us. Uh, Luke Bryan is coming back to Darien Lake Amphitheater. Heads up on that. Uh, we have another pair of tickets to give away before we're done. So we'll we'll have another pair. Don't don't fret. But uh, June 16th, uh, Luke Bryan at Darien Lake Amphitheater. Tickets will go on sale this morning at 10 at LiveNation.com. Reminder, if you're going to see any of the shows at Darien Lake this year, and you have an oversized vehicle, you now must purchase a parking pass for the oversized lot. So make sure you do that by going to LiveNation.com.
4: Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
1: Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. They had some lean years without getting too much into their build. And I don't want to suck bad enough to have to get Jamar Chase. Like, he's a heck of a talent. I'd love to have him. But you got to go through some lean years to do that. And, you know, they were able to get Burrow one. And I don't remember where Chase was drafted, but it was pretty high. Like, And those guys are on their rookie deals. We're paying Stefan Diggs a pretty hefty number. We're paying Josh Allen a pretty hefty number. So there is the constraints of the cap. But they have a really good team, and they got some good young players. That's Brandon Bean from his recent news conference. I just looked it up because I wouldn't remember. Jamar Chase was fifth overall in the draft. Uh, The Bills do have some big cap numbers this year. Josh Allen, 39.7. And Diggs, these are the top two guys on the hit list. So uh, Josh is at 39.7, and Stefan Diggs' cap number is 20.2 for the upcoming season. Thanks for hanging out with us. Jeremy's off today. Me and Joe hanging out with you. eight zero three zero five fifty. We'll get connected with our fans. We're talking about your uh, prioritized needs for the Bills. Top three. In order. One, two, three. And, uh, again, uh, extremely hoping, praying that all of you have wide receiver and offensive line in there. Whatever order. Just at least have those two positions. I have wide receiver one, offensive line two, and I'm up for discussion on three. For now, I woke up this morning and put safety there, but I'm willing to change it if come March, Tremaine Edmonds leaves in free agency.
3: Here's a good way of doing it, because we're prioritizing, like, to me that a lot of is how would you feel if they spent a big asset on it? So let's do that with the draft. Big asset? How would you feel if they drafted a safety in the first round?
1: No. Terrible. How would you feel if they drafted... I'm going to tell you right now, I'd feel terrible if it doesn't involve the offense. A guard? I, I don't... No. Okay, so Joe, let's narrow... <laughs> I'm not going to We're lie. I, I want a wide receiver first. It's wide first. receiver. Yeah. It's, it's wide receiver first. But look, if they took a first-round pick on an offensive lineman, I'm not going to yell and scream because that is a big need. Mm-hmm. At least one, if not two starters are needed on that offensive line. So, yeah, you right? Although a guard at the end of round one is not as crazy, right? You're never supposed to take a guard in the top 10 or the top 15. If you took an interior offensive lineman at the back end of round one, I don't know the people... I'm not complaining if it's a guard, but I will tell you, if they take offensive line in the round one, they had best take a wide receiver in round two. Because if they don't address that on the first two days, I think that's a miss. Um, Top two rounds, I should say. Not because day two is rounds two and three, right? Yeah. So, Joe... I would like a wide receiver first. If it's an offensive lineman, I will not yell and scream, but I would like, love, want the wide receiver with the next selection.
3: A lot of the guards that have gone in the first round the past couple of years, like they're, these are the first round guards. They're pretty good. Quentin Nelson, that's like top 10 yeah. though. Right. Isaiah Wynn, end of the first round. He's been good mm-hmm. for New England. Chris Lindstrom, I'm not really sure. He's for Atlanta. Um, Rashawn Slater Elijah sure. Vera Tucker Yep Those are two very good players And then last year Maybe it's too early But Zion Johnson Cole Strange
1: And Linderbaum um, Went to Right he started Right Linda away the Linderbaum was Baltimore, listed As he? a center, center
3: That's right Yeah But I think I'm on the same board The only thing I would be thrilled with Is receiver I think I've reached that point point. And Offensive line. Basically, you don't want anything on
1: defense, right? If they took anything on defense in round one,
3: I think if it's anything other than receiver or offensive line, I'll be upset with whatever the pick is. Yeah, anything, anything on defense. They're obviously not doing quarterback, running back. I think I'd be pretty upset. There's no. I guess maybe tight end. I'd listen to why it makes sense. The player would have to be. I mean, if they're drafting a tight end in the first round, they have to think the guy's like a legitimate pass option, right? Yeah. So I guess in some ways. They're, they're kind of doing the receiver thing there. But still, that's, isn't that all last offseason was? We were dancing around the idea that they didn't invest in wide receiver. But it's okay, guys, because they did all these other things. Mm-hmm. They, they added O.J. Howard at tight end. They, they brought in all these running backs. James Cook can line up out wide. Howard can line up out wide. Now, I, I'm done with listening to guys that play other positions are going to play at wide receiver and catch the football. Get a wide receiver to play wide receiver. Well, at the end
1: end of the season, in the last couple games, they didn't use the running backs as wide. They didn't throw the ball to the running backs. So I
3: guess I just kind of lied to myself. I said I could be talked into why they draft a tight end, and within 30 seconds I said, no, I'm done. (laughs) No thank you.
1: Wide receiver, offensive line, right? That's it. Round one has to be one of those two positions. Yes. Has to be. Let's go and get connected with our fans. Linda in Rochester, thanks for holding on. You're on WGR.
4: Hi guys, thanks for taking my call. Sure. Um, First, I listen to you guys every morning before I go to work. Howard, you gotta cheer up. Oh my gosh, you just (laughs) make me. Please, you just gotta cheer up. So I didn't know I was I was
1: I was too sad for you. Okay, I didn't feel like I was
4: too sad. No, 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 no. I mean, just overall. But you sound happy today. But anyway, all right. I'm going to turn the draft thing a little Hmm. on its head. So. The guy that you were talking about with the wingspan of, of a condor for the offensive mm-hmm. line, okay, so I think we if we need to trade up to get him, and if he is that good, I'd say get him. And then I think, and I know this is blasphemy, but I think in terms of wide receiver, I think we should look at some free agents and do a little wheel deal with the spare draft picks and restructure contracts because, like my friends Danger and Bataglia say out here, salary so caps the myth. So if you can do that, but I was looking at the list of available wide receivers, and based on what your draft expert said um, earlier, it's kind of a meh draft. Um, so I'm thinking, I'm thinking for wide receiver, I'm thinking free agent, and I'm thinking. You know, if there's a really good offensive lineman in the draft, like the person you were speaking about, um, I'd say go for that guy. And and that's 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 what I got.
1: It's not we were it's not radical. We were talking about that same Linda. They need two receivers. One yep. comes one comes in the draft, and one comes either whether you decide free agency if you can work it into your cap, or if Brandon Bean has a guy somewhere that another team wants to get rid of. Maybe they're not going to give a big contract to somebody, a number 2 wide receiver who they don't want to pay, whatever. You can work a trade. They need to get two wide receivers on this roster. I so totally agree. I, I have no problem with that strategy. The more the merrier when it comes to addressing that position and the passing offense going forward. And I will
3: say on the lineman that we referenced earlier, Dewan Jones from Ohio State, the right tackle who's a monster. He, I don't, at this point, you wouldn't have to move up for him. Maybe it, that changes, right? The Senior Bowl and the the Combine could be a place where a guy that size with that athleticism he could be one of those risers as the draft season progresses. But I just looked up the first mock draft I saw had him going twenty ninth, and then the Draft Network uh, rankings that I just looked up has him as the thirty second overall prospect. The Bills pick twenty eighth, or they have the twenty seventh selection. I don't I don't think you'd have to move up for that guy, but. I don't know. How would we feel? So let's play the same game we did with safety. How would you feel if they traded up in the first round Mm -hmm. into the teens and they drafted a lineman?
1: Not as excited as I would be if they traded up for a wide receiver. See, I was going to ask you about, again, wide receiver. Okay. So there are a handful of guys that are considered day one picks, right? Yep. But from what Eric just told us, there is no clear cut consensus. Number one, he's the best guy, blows away the field. But there are a handful of guys in round one. Honestly, Joe, my question was. Would the bills have to trade up to get one of those he named four guys for us? Can the bills get one of those guys? If not, how about Brandon Bean moves up a little bit to get a wide receiver? We're not going from twenty seven to five yeah. You know, just move up a few spots, whatever it takes. Can you get one of if the bills have four first round grades on receivers? Can you do whatever you need to do to get one of those guys, please?
3: Yeah, we'll see how the draft season progresses with that because. Sometimes it, you won't know in January who the top guy is, and then you'll get to March and everybody knows. That actually happened with running back last year. This time last year in the draft process, nobody knew who the top running back was. Nobody knew who the top guy would go would be. And then two months later, after the senior bowl, after the combine, It was a consensus. It's Brees Hall, Mm -hmm. and then Brees Hall went was the first pick, and it wasn't a surprise at all at the position. Last year, I guess receiver though maybe you didn't know up right up until the draft. Right, it went Drake London, Garrett Wilson, Chris Olave, Jameson Williams, and Traylon Burks. Right. So if if I remember right, last year actually we didn't know what the receiver order would be right until the draft. Didn't people people loved
1: Jameson Williams? But it was the injury. It was the injury, or else he probably he probably would have been the top guy. So
3: yeah, this year. The the first round guys. Jordan Addison, Quentin Nelson, um Eric mentioned the kid from um was it East East Carolina? Oh Ro- no, Rice. Rice. Uh, Rasheed Rice. Rasheed Rice from yeah. SMU.
1: And Jalen Hyatt. And
3: then Jalen Hyatt. So you know, we'll we'll see if that group kind of stays the same. Jackson Smith and Jigba, too, is someone that I've seen mm-hmm. ranked as the number one receiver. Mm-hmm. So four or five guys that you could say are gonna be first round picks, and if it becomes clear, that there's a separation of the pack. Maybe Johnson and and Rice start to assert themselves as they're the top two guys and the Bills go trade up and they get one of the top guys, great. I'll be thrilled. Yes. If they sit there and take one of the other guys though, that might be a little bit of a step below. I'm I'm gonna be thrilled about that anyway. I just yep. want them to do something.
1: Anything <laughs> at the position of consequence. Yeah. No, I'm I'm with you, Joe. Uh let's see. All right, if you're on hold, hang on. We've got to get a little break in here, but we'll get back to your calls as soon as we get back. 803-0550 to join us. Coming up uh, around 9:05, we are uh, doing off-season previews of the uh opponents on the bill schedule for next season. We're in the division first, New England. Just got a new OC, Mac Jones. Where are the Patriots going? You know, Patriots can end up being fourth in the division next year, by the way, depending on what happens with Tua Valoa and if the Jets get a quarterback. So we'll delve into New England's offseason. Again, that's uh, coming up at 9.05. You can join us, too, here on WGR.
2: (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp and refreshing taste. Or if you overcame two more
4: eggs, two
2: tour. more. You deserve this ice cold reward. Drink responsibly, beer reported by Crowley Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get
1: it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio.
2: That ball is smoked. That ball is smoked. Come on, ball.
3: Did we think we got it? No? Gosh, that ball is hit, man. That ball is hit. The confirmed number on the final swing, 320 yards.
1: Jordan Poyer is your winner. 320 yards to win the longest drive. How about that Jordan player? Who was the guy? So I watched this last night. He won the longest drive contest by like four yards. He looked good, actually. Was like, I mean, he, I guess he golfs on a fairly regular basis in the offseason. His form looked like, what the hell would I know? I suck at the sport. But he looked like a real golfer. Like he, had, he knew what he was doing. One of the guys... Oh, I don't remember. Did you anybody did you guys watch it? Evan, did you see it? I saw the highlights or like clips of it. One of the players, so they did a little a little blurb on camera before they showed their swings. Honestly, I don't remember which player it was. The guy said he's never played golf before, a but a he went on YouTube. That that. A couple it, guys I, said never played golf and uh, just looked up some videos on YouTube. One of the guys who did that did the whole run up to the tee, mm-hmm. try and drive the ball completely whiffed. Like a couple times, another guy did like what I've been known to do at the – that I used to do at the GR golf tournament. He hit his tee shot, and it went hard right, like direct line to the right instead of going anywhere close to forward. So I I did feel better watching that because I've been that guy uh, since I'm so bad at the sport. But Poyer hit a really nice shot. I forget who had the 316 before him, but – Poyer looked like he knew what he was doing on the golf course. It was a really lovely tee shot. So hey, NFL, you did a nice job last night. Poyer, you know, he's only been golfing for like three years. He said. He said. What did he say? Oh, I'm trying to remember his intro. He said he's an 18. I think he said. I think I have he to start, said, 18 handicap during yeah. the season. Three handicap off season. Yep, that yeah. exactly right? what he said. So he he looked like he could play. So I was so way to go, Jordan Poyer. Matt Milano was in the. Uh, you know, see how many footballs you can catch from the jugs machine without dropping a ball. Uh, Deion Dawkins might have been like one of the first guys out in the water balloon competition. You had to catch like a little water balloon. Yeah, he was the first guy out. And I think it was Saffold who threw it to him. Yeah, it was Saffold. It looked kind of looked fast. I mean, it's <laughs> well, an thinking... art form to catching in these things. These guys are just, you know, you got to be gentle as you're reeling it in on the catch. And they were just, some of them were just grabbing it and it was breaking.
3: And other golf-related news. Josh Allen, jogger bet. Controversy. Yeah. Did you see this yesterday? No, I didn't. So Jeremy and I bet earlier in the week whether or not Josh Allen would be wearing golf joggers at uh, Pebble Beach for Is the it? for the Pro-Am. Yeah. As it's, it's the year of the jogger. And I agree with it. It's the year of the jogger. I just wasn't betting on Josh Allen being right there to that. And Allen comes out yesterday for hole number one with Keith Mitchell and Eric Church and whatever else his group was. We could not tell whether or not he was wearing joggers. Really? In fact, I'll show you. I'll show you the picture. This is a great. Ooh. Great for a, an audio only medium, by the way. Showing Howard this picture, but essentially the pants do yeah. look a little loose at the bottom. Yeah. Almost like they are tapered, but not quite joggers because joggers yeah. are like tight to the skin. That's not tight. There's a no. The fabric
1: looks too loose to be joggers.
3: But they are above his shoes. Yeah. So hmm. we, we needed a ruling on whether or not these qualify as joggers. Jeremy says he's reached out to a source, so we're waiting for, uh, for confirmation or not. Because we bet if he's going to wear joggers. We don't know if these are joggers or not.
1: So we do not have clear visual evidence... To make a ruling here.
3: Right. So, right. There's no, right. There's not enough. They went to replay review. They we went to New
1: York and they still can't figure it out.
3: But there was no, co- the problem here was there was no call on the field.
1: So you can't overturn or support said call since there was no Unless call. Unless we just
3: make you the call on the field. I don't think
1: those are joggers.
3: I don't think they're joggers either. I don't want, but see, I also, one, I'm in the bet. So it, it, it behooves me for them to not be joggers. I'd,
1: it's a tough call. If you give me a portion of your winnings, I'll definitely say they're joggers for you. Or not joggers, I'm sorry. 80-20 my way? Uh, even 90-10 is fine. You're doing the heavy lifting. What kind of ne- How did kind of negotiator is this guy over here? I'm not here?
3: good. Hey, 80-20? No, no 90 no, I'll, do 10. I'll, do, I'll do 90-10. This is why
1: I never haggle over a car. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll give it to you for 20. Yeah, you know what? I'll take it for 25. <laughs> uh, how did he do? How did Josh do it? Uh?
3: Uh, I think he he swung the ball well. I saw a video, though. He missed, like... Five putts that were all like not like tappins, like putts probably between like what eight and 20 feet oh. that he missed by either less than an inch or lipped out of the hole. Oh. So I don't think he played great because of the putting, but he was like five different like putts away from like, almost being in where he could have had an amazing he run. He
1: needs redemption from that golf match you know, with Rodgers and Brady and Mahomes because he had a rough outing in that one. So he needs to play well in the pro-am. He needs a little bit of redemption. 803-0550 to join us. Right. We'll be right back in a moment. We're going to take more of your calls. If you're on hold, hang on. We'll talk about the Patriots offseason as well. That's coming up as we continue on WGR.
2: <sighs>